Thank you once again for listening to Draw Near with Fred and Kara. We thought we would share a little bit more of a preview with you of our upcoming I Believe in Love study over on sushipe.co. What follows is a bit of our discussion we had on the topic of confidence, confidence in the Lord's grace and confidence that he's with us and our need to depend on his grace and trust in his love for us rather than our own strength and our own ability. So it's a little bit of a confession time for Karen, I suppose, but uh, if you're interested in joining the I Believe in Love study, of course, you can find it over on our website, drawnear.me, and right there on the homepage, you'll find everything you need to get started on the study, which starts November 29th. We hope you can join us. But in the meantime, enjoy a little bit of a preview, and we pray it'll be a blessing to you. I, I was almost tempted to fall into that St. Therese isn't a relatable trap. Because she's so holy or why? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like yeah. it, it, like seeing my own faults, I think I did what he says not to do. Right. Of seeing myself wrongly as so less than, mm-hmm. it seemed impossible. Mm-hmm. But the more time you spend with St. Therese, it's like, oh, wait, this is possible. Right. God does love me that much. And there is that moment. Like he calls, I feel like you have the first three chapters converging in this, I mean, all in one in this, in that statement, the book's called I Believe in Love. <laughs> and that's actually where he, he makes the point that unshakable confidence is the linchpin of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He talks about Jesus being asleep in the boat. He goes back there again yeah, and needing to say, you know, I, I know you're asleep, but I know you're with me. You are in my heart. I do not feel it, but I know it. I believe in your love for me and I believe in my love for you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of a moment I had in my journey with St. Therese where I had to come to that place where, he, like he asked in the first chapter, do you know that you're a joy for Jesus? Mm-hmm. Like I, I had to come to a place, and I think, Carol, we've talked about it in our last discussion about right now feels like he, he's asleep. Yeah. For for both of us, right. this kind of a journey where... In the spiritual you know, life. Right. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like that. But can we say with confidence... I believe in your love for me. Yeah. But I think you need that same confidence to be able to say, I believe in my love for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think that was kind of the where I was at that moment. And I feel like the Lord's kind of bringing me back there again. Yeah. Where I have to answer that question again. Yeah. This might be a little bit off topic, off topic but it relates to the asleep in the boat because I, I really relate to that. And I think it stands out in, my own spiritual life, but also sometimes in how I see other people. Um, so I don't know if this pertains to anybody, but oftentimes, and I just caught myself the other night, I was praying for somebody in my life and just for their faith and, you know, that they could grow in their faith, be stronger. And then I kind of caught myself, or maybe it was the Lord kind of challenging me a little bit. Um, and it was like, maybe that person is just letting God sleep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was like, I saw on the outside Maybe they're, they're, they don't have as strong of a faith. And really, he was like, no, they're just comfortable and they trust me. So I'm asleep. And it was, you know what oh, I mean? Wow. So it was kind of like a, a really humbling moment because right. there I was like, you know, oh, they're, they're not as strong in their faith as me. Right. And God's like, no, they're stronger than you because they're letting me sleep and they trust in that. Right. And so that's super off topic from the book, but it kind of was a challenge to me. So maybe that can be a challenge to other people. Right. That, what's that scripture passage? Don't look at the the speck in another before you see the right. log in exactly. your own eye. Yeah. 
Um, and I feel like that could be the case. Like so often the way we, the way our spirituality works might not be how another's works. And so sometimes right. just trust that the Lord is doing something in them, even if they have a dry spiritual life or even if they're asleep, like he's still moving, he's right. still doing something. Yeah. I think that's one thing I, for those that don't know, I'm a convert, obviously, you know that and our regular listeners do, but I think that's one thing I've come to really appreciate about the Catholic faith mm-hmm. is that coming from the Protestant circles I came from where there was a strong emphasis on Wesleyan holiness is what it's called. That mm-hmm. basically means you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't cuss, mm-hmm. you don't watch R-rated movies, you probably don't watch PG-13 movies. More of the outward signs. Yeah, all the outward things. You know, you don't, you might not drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine me not drinking coffee? No, I have a coffee sitting right next to me. <laughs> Filled with sugar, but it's yeah, next yeah. to me. Um, it's a coffee milkshake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, there's all, all these ex- external things. And, you know, when I was a Protestant, I did those things very well, mm-hmm. you know. All in. That's the all in yeah, of you. <laughs> yeah. But what I what I started to realize is that, you know, what what's the, is the, the priority in that what other people think? Or is the priority in my love for God? Mm-hmm. That's the reason I don't do it. So when I when I came into the Catholic Church and saw a friar smoking a cigar on a bench, right, and beers in the fridge at the Catholic place I worked, you know, <laughs> it was almost like it felt weird to me. But you can appreciate where's the heart? Where's the heart leading? Yeah. And so what you said reminds me of of what he warns about on page 58, there is a double danger in the method which diminishes the role of confidence Mm -hmm. and stresses the role of personal effort subjected to numerous self-examinations. If we are successful, there is the danger of pride attributing to ourselves what is in reality the work of grace. On the other hand, if we see no signs of progress, nine times out of 10, we fall into wretched, sterile discouragement. Mm -hmm. And I see that a lot in myself. Yeah. You know, still, I, I think becoming Catholic kind of helped with that, yeah. but I still see that. like, And you maybe like were succumbing to feeling like other people thought that about you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. You mean, you know, fresh yeah. convert working in Catholic ministry. I think there were even times that I felt like that where I had to prove myself mm-hmm. worthy to be Catholic. Right. You know, and there's a danger in that. Yeah. Of, you know, the only one I'm out to please and the approval of is actually God himself yeah. who knows my heart and knows my intention. Yeah. But I, I think a lot of us do this in our spiritual lives where if we don't measure up to where we think we need to be as a Catholic, mm-hmm. we're somehow a failure. Social yeah. media does that to us, Kara. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That was one of the parts that stood out to me too, um, was page 50, 58 and 59, where um, exactly what you just read, it says some people can argue that um, confidence has a danger of presumption, but mm. I would say that the danger is, you know, your own relying on your own efforts. Right. And then you fall into thinking, I'm the one who did it as opposed to grace is the thing that did it within me. Exactly. Um, I relate a lot to that. And I think that's one of the themes in this particular chapter that stood out to me was first pointing out that that can be our tendency. And I, this was like such a foreign concept to me was having confidence in the Lord that he is going to do it. it I think, mm-hmm. you know, those, those scripture passes passages, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock right. and the door will be opened. And then I think it was the last chapter that said, why don't we ever quote the more 
right. aggressive one yeah. that's like, no, he believe he's already given it to you. Right. And you shall have them. And you shall have Mark it. Mark eleven twenty four. Yes. And yep. I, I think this whole concept of confidence was very foreign to me before reading this book and now mm-hmm. obviously rereading it for um, the fourth umpteenth time. Yeah. Just the idea that, you know, he does that and he, he wants to give you all mm-hmm. that you ask for. And because I very much am like, I pull myself up by my bootstraps. I'm going to do it myself right. kind of person. And so I really love, love that element of you can't do this by yourself. It is grace. Grace.